The one in my hand is the one that has the most focus. The one that is in the air is the one that I have to focus on next. And the other one is the thing that's falling behind. I like to think of dream chasing as being a juggler because there really isn't that kind of balance. And so the word balance, I don't really like a lot because I think people think of 50-50 like a seesaw. When in reality, 20% of R&R for me is 3.2 hours in a 16-hour day. That is not balanced because it's only 20%, but that's more than enough for me. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 1,154, Dealing with Judgment Sucks. Today, for episode number 1,155, Can You Have Balance as a Dream Chaser? Happy Monday. So one of the things that we always want to do and we pride ourselves on is taking you behind the scenes of what's actually happening in our lives. And that's one of my favorite parts of what we do. And it's definitely my favorite part of the amazing community we have because Alan and I both feel safe doing that. So I, when do we have this conversation? Do you remember? I don't even know what day it is right now. Oh, I want to say probably Tuesday or something. Tuesday. So Tuesday, Alan and I had, no, I think it was Monday. You think Monday it was, or Tuesday. I know it was before the huddle. I know so that. It was, yeah, yeah it I think was, you're right. Yeah, Maybe Monday. One of the days, I don't know. I told Alan, I said, hey, can we change our schedules? Or can I, should I, is there any way I can change my schedule without Jeffing you, without Jeffing the team, without Jeffing the business? Because I'm not getting enough time with Taryn. I've been working basically from 7 a.m. until 7 p.m. at least every single night for the last however long. And by the time I get out of the office and I go eat and I get into to bed to see Taryn, it's already eight o'clock. And since I'm getting up early, I go to bed at like nine. So we've had basically an hour together every single night over the past however long it is, maybe two weeks. It's been like a real push. And you and I were talking about that. And after we discussed that and we said, well, it's either going to be 10 to seven or it's going to be nine to six. We have to figure out Let's ha- talk to Taryn, figure out what's most aligned, and we'll go from there. But after that, I was thinking of a good episode is, can you have balance as a dream chaser? Because that's what a lot of people are telling you the benefit of being a dream chaser or an entrepreneur is. And in reality, and we've said this before, but I wanted to do a full episode on it. If you think of it as like a triangle, you have health, you have wealth, and you have love, At one time or another, there's always going to be one that's lagging behind. Now, it doesn't mean it's it's not growing. It means it's not growing as fast as the other two. Or, in theory, it's not growing as fast as the fastest one or the second fastest one. And when we think about balance, that's quite literally what that means. That means that there isn't really balance. I like to think of it more as juggling. When you're juggling, you don't have balance. You're juggling. And it's, okay, the one in my hand is the one that has the most focus. 
the one that is in the air is the one that I have to focus on next. And the other one is the thing that's falling behind. I like to think of dream chasing as being a juggler because there really isn't that kind of balance. Now, here's the thing. And I want to make sure that I put this out there. There, there is always a detriment when you're not pouring into a bucket. So if I'm not going to the gym five times a week and I have determined that that is optimal for me and the goals that I have, every day I don't go is bad. It's negative. If I have determined that spending X amount of time with Tyron and having one or two fun, unique experiences a week and that's not happening, that is a potential detriment. If Alan and I, between us, mostly Alan, honestly, decide that not working X amount of hours and having a total productive output is detrimental to our business, then that is losing. At all times, that's going to be happening to some degree. If Now again, please, please, please listen to this because I don't mean this in a bad way. If Alan and I go fishing together, the business is losing. At what rate? Don't know because maybe we post it on social media and that helps marketing, okay? We're having fun and we're de-stressing which maybe helps us be more productive, okay? But we are losing. We're losing in the business. And we could be masterminding and most likely would be masterminding. Yeah, yeah. While fishing as well. Yeah, but still, of course. The, the input to the business isn't there. So technically, we can't fish and grow the business at the same rate. Just isn't, it's not possible. It doesn't work that way because we're not actually working on it. So that's my goal in this episode is you understand that there is an opportunity cost, aka if you're doing something, you're not capitalizing on something else. That's up to you on how much and how far you want to take that. But that is just a law that you only have X amount of time. If you're putting eight hours into one thing, eight hours into another thing, eight hours into another thing, if you switch that to 10 hours, 10 hours, and four hours, you would get different results. Mm -hmm. It all depends ultimately on what the results you want are. But to the original point of this episode, it's more about a juggling act and shoring up a weakness than it is balancing everything at the same rate. Well said, man. I appreciate that's the, that. That's I the best you've that. ever said it. I was very I've nervous. Trying, I've been trying to explain that for years to people. And you, you said it very well regarding the, uh, you know, and first of all, when we are fishing, at least one of us is building. <laughs> I knew it. I knew yeah. it. I've offended I him to. personally. I, I shouldn't have said anything about fishing. <laughs> when we are fishing, I'm building self-esteem because I'm catching more fish, which That's is really fact. quite good for the business, I That's think. I'm fact. joking. That's a fact. No, but opportunity cost is really the way in which successful people tend to think. And by successful, I don't mean financially successful. Yes, that too. But I mean people who are effective at creating results and outcomes in their life. So when I say the word successful, I mean holistically. So um, effective people who are able to consistently and sustainably create the outcomes in their life, their life that they want in health, wealth, and love, they usually think in terms of opportunity cost. In other words, if I invest time and effort here, this is most likely the outcome that will come. Let me test that theory. Okay, that's true. Okay, awesome. Let me do that more. And to, to bring context to what Kevin brought up, the conversation that we had was really difficult and it, it, the, the plot thickens a little bit and here's why. He said, okay, so essentially underneath all this is we, we had a team huddle. We have a team huddle every Wednesday. So the team members that can make it live come live 
the team members that can't because they're in different time zones, Spain, Italy, all these different time zones, they uh, attend virtually. Essentially, we record it, put it in a private G Drive folder, and they watch it and then send their feedback in the, the team chat. Two weeks ago, I one of the team members asked if we could move the team huddle time because she had work at that time. She's a PTA, and she wants to be able to attend. She loves those meetings. So I moved it to 6 p.m., uh, and I actually had an intuitive moment of like, ah, I didn't really check with Kev first. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I probably should have. And in hindsight, it was like definitely a jeffing to not check with you first. But anyways, fast forward, fast forward two weeks. That was typically Wednesday was the one or two days a week that Kevin is essentially done work at least somewhat early so he can spend extra time with Taryn. Yeah. So he talks to me. He says, listen, man, I don't want to jeff the business. Um, I don't want to Jeff you, but I don't want to Jeff my relationship either. So can we talk? And so here's, and by Jeff, we mean screw it up for those of you who are new listeners. Now, no matter what, I'm going to take a hit. Kevin's going to take a hit or the business is going to take a hit. And what I shared with Kevin in that conversation is, okay, so we can switch our schedule and just so everyone's aware we do our schedules and hopefully this is helpful for you as well the mornings are for me the the afternoon slash early evening is for service so the first third is for for him and i back office work second third is for front facing service third third is for fitness food and family um for me it's fitness food and family for kev he goes to the gym in the morning so it's food and family for him family being pets and our intimate relationships okay so we can switch from right now we're running 10 to 8. So my schedule is 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. for the front facing piece. His is currently, I think, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Yes. Yeah, but it was kind of 10 to 8 because you were leaking into mine. Makes sense. Yeah. And then uh, what what we were suggesting essentially here is, and I said this to Kev, I said, okay, what would be optimal for you is 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Because we've tried the 9 a.m. thing and it's a challenge. And we also like that extra time block because if we need to record an episode or whatever, we have it there. So he's like, no, no, no I don't want to do the 9 a.m. thing again. I, I really like the back office stuff. And so what's optimal for Kevin, what's optimal for me, and then what's optimal for the business. So I said, what's optimal for me is 10 to 8, genuinely. What's optimal for Kevin is 10 to 6, What's optimal for the business is actually 10 to 7. And that's what we ultimately landed on. And so if you want to talk about balance, you want to talk about harmony, you want to talk about synergizing. I like that word a lot, synergizing. How do we take what's best for Kevin, what's best for Alan, and what's best for NLU, and how do we make the most optimal decision? And that's really what we decided to do. Instead of me taking most of the hit or him taking most of the hit, what we did was find that happy middle. And so people say you know, life is about compromise or relationships are about compromise. At the end of the day, I understand why people say that. Because if you want to, you know, spend one more hour per week in the gym, that is one less hour with your intimate partner, unless you go to the gym with your intimate partner, which I think is what synergy is all about. I think that's what harmony is all about is, is you do have another option. And that option is that you can bring your intimate partner to the gym and then try to integrate. And so I like the word synergize. I like the word integrate. And so the word balance, I don't really like a lot because I think people think of 50-50, like a seesaw. 
Mm. When in reality, 20% of R&R for me is 3.2 hours in a 16-hour day. That is not balanced because it's only 20%, but that's more than enough for me. When I don't get that, it's not. But uh, I think this idea of you're going to have this perfectly balanced 50-50 life between work and work-life balance, the 50% work, 50% life, it's just not really practical anymore in the 21st century now that we have online jobs and side hustles and businesses. I have multiple businesses, multiple podcasts. It's If you want to be a dream chaser, you're not going to be able to like just 50-50 your work and your life. Your work and your life become the same thing in many ways mm. as an entrepreneur and as a dream chaser. And And Every time you're investing time and effort into one thing, that's time and effort that you're not investing into the other. And that doesn't mean you can't integrate and get smarter and work smarter, but you do have to realize the, the reality of the opportunity cost of that. Yeah. My name is Nathan Schwarman. I'm from Lawrence, Kansas. I've been a client of Allen's for coming on two years now, and I really can't recommend this program enough. Alan's always there for me uh, with great advice uh, and holding me accountable uh, every step of the way and and really leading by example. I've grown a lot in his program, but he's grown alongside with me. So I'd, I'd really recommend joining up on the program and, and joining the community. I was talking to a, a dream chaser the other day. This person left their job, but they saved up a good amount of money to get into being an entrepreneur. And they said something about they're going away for like a week. And I said, honestly, the interesting thing is if you were an actual early entrepreneur, you wouldn't be able to go away. So like your results are not typical. So your actions are currently not typical either, which is kind of holding you back in a way. And think of it. Yes. If you, if you choose to go sit on the beach, that's, that's your prerogative. That's totally up to you. And I won't tell you not to do it because again, your goals are most likely not my goals and that's fine. We all have different goals and that's the beauty of it. But you are taking some sort of hit if you're at all times. That's just the way I, I think of it this way. If you, there's three buttons. You have a button in your living room, you have a button in your bathroom and you have a button in your, your bedroom. You can only put your hand on one button at a time. And when you take your hand off the button, that's, that time stops, and then you go put your hand on another button. And that's just the way it works. You can't have your hand... I mean, you can. There's ways to do it. But right. it's, it's not... Most people aren't at that level where they're actually doing it to that degree. That's what I'll say. But again, Well, let analogy. me... We'll go a little, bit, a little bit further here in the button analogy. Okay, let's say I want to pour into my health, my wealth, and my love all simultaneously. If I give a speech with Emilia on stage for a profit and it's about fitness, then technically I can improve my health, wealth, and love all simultaneously Fair. while getting my steps in with my aura ring. Fair. Okay, so yes, you can harmonize. Yes, you can integrate. Yes, you can habit stack. Yes, you can hold all three buttons simultaneously, but not every time. Right, right. That requires getting a speech that's profitable with Emilia, and then that also requires travel and all this other prep work and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, I think it's important to understand that you only have, you have these units of time, effort, and money. Those are really the only, the only human resources you have. We should do an episode on that at some point, but 
time, effort, and money. And if you're investing time, effort, and money into one bucket, pouring into that one bucket, the other bucket most likely isn't getting as much Mm. unless you bring that bucket over and then you pour into sort of both buckets simultaneously, but both buckets are going to get a little less water, you know, and it's really important to understand that. And I, I think that on YouTube and in the self-improvement space in particular, I've always been slightly in disagreement and what I'll share briefly, because I know we got to jump here and yes, that I think we're supposed to do the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, dollar in the jar. This whole idea, people say, I was on the phone earlier with two potential new clients, both 26, both have masters in business, both want to start a company, clothing line. Awesome. Uh, two young empowered women, wonderful call. And the the first thing I do on a coaching call is I try to check in with their reality. Like how accurate are they in their thinking when it comes to what this is really going to take? And one of the uh, young ladies on the call. It's interesting, Kevin. Now we're old enough to where 26 is actually a young lady. Which is, <laughs> I had a moment of like, I think I'm old now, but to be 34 this week. But anyways, so uh, she said something along the lines, "Oh, I know we're not going to make money for like a couple of years." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, well, you're going to be fine. Perfect. We're going to be fine. We got. As a matter of fact, it'll probably be quicker than that with me in your corner. I'm excited. But if she was like, "Oh yeah, we're going to crush it and it's going to be no problem and like blah blah blah." They had an accurate perspective of what it's going to take. And on top of that, they are willing and ready to grind. And so uh, this whole idea that you can be a dream chaser and have time freedom, a lot of that is predicated on, it's kind of a myth in a way. Mm. Time freedom in the sense that you get to choose when you do things and what you do, but you know, you're still going to have to work. I mean, Kevin works more now than he did back when he had his job. Oh, yeah. You know, but but at least it's aligned work. And I think that when people say, oh, yeah, like I, I heard a guy on Instagram earlier saying about how you can make $10,000 per speech and with a 15-minute speech, <laughs> if you have an hour-long speech, your speech is too long. Yeah, one of those mm-hmm. circus of barkers just talking talking about how he spoke at all these places, blah, 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 blah. He's, he's trying to condense a 15-year speaking journey into one Instagram video to sell a product. And again, maybe it's good, who knows. But the point is, 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 you know, you have to look a little bit deeper and pull back the curtain of like, all right, if I want eventually to have time freedom, I have to invest more time and effort now in the right things. And something is always taking a hit to your original point. There, there's always something that takes a hit because we all have the same amount of time 24 hours a day that's it 100 percent. i'm glad we did this one because i i want to do episodes that are current for us you went like for me right now that's kind of the balance right and the gym's been a struggle i it's been business it's been business over everything everything else has kind of been i won't say crashing and burning but not getting the attention that i'd like it to and that's you have a conversation and to alan's point yes my time freedom is i get to put my time where i want it doesn't mean I have more time or I'm working any less. So I think that's an interesting, important perspective. Next level nation. As you know, Alan and I were both raised by single parents and that is a, a cause that is near and dear to our heart. So we are having our second event for the next level hope foundation on December 18th. We are renting out the YMCA in Worcester and we are going to have an event where 
there are children of single parents as well as their parents that come and we're going to host them. We're going to have games. We're going to give away a gift to each child that attends. It's not Christmas themed. It's holiday themed. So it can be inclusive. If you are in the Worcester area and you are a single parent with a little one or several little ones, please come. We would love to have you. If you would like to donate, we will have the link in the show notes to the landing page. Any amount counts and Alan and I are matching donations up to what? $500? So we will match donations and Alan and I will be there. We will be jolly and any of your help is greatly appreciated. Yeah, it's going to be an awesome day. The link in the show notes is actually to a landing page that you have two different buttons. One is you can donate if you're not local and if you are local and you know of a single, another single parent with, with little ones, please invite them as well. Um, And there's an RSVP section and you get to pick which you know, which gift your kid would want and you get to surprise them. I think there's soccer ball on there. It's, it's fitness oriented. Uh, so yeah, check out the landing page at very least, please. And any, any little bit helps. I don't care if it's $10, like every little bit helps. Next level nation tomorrow for episode number 1,156 last week's live podcast. How often do you celebrate yourself? I enjoyed that one very much. As always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans, we have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.